This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 14th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Attorney General Eric Holder indicates he's supportive of efforts to reduce mandatory minimum sentences and will ask his prosecutors to avoid triggering mandatory minimums. Why not ask the president to release or commute the sentences of people caught in that system? Tim Lynch, director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice, responds to Holder's recent speech. Eric Holder has, I, I think, surprisingly, uh, taken a what many are calling a pretty bold step here, talking about uh, incarceration, mandatory minimums, and that there needs to be some broad-scale change to uh, the our, our sort of policies with regard to incarceration. What do you make of what he said and the approach that he took in sort of de-emphasizing these uh, mandatory sentences? Well, I'm glad he has drawn some attention to the problem of over-incarceration in the United States. Uh, people have heard the statistics in recent years that the United States has 5% of the world's population but we have close to 25% of the world's prisoners. We do lock up a lot of people in this country, and he also drew attention to harsh mandatory minimum sentencing laws. Um, so he deserves some credit for that. Uh, it's, I think it's his, his policy responses are not all that dramatic. I think that's getting too much play in the press, uh, uh, bold changes, dramatic changes. I think all of that's being overdone because when you look at what he's actually proposed, he's just basically telling federal prosecutors to take a close look at their charging decisions, try to um, charge people for drug offenses under the laws where mandatory minimums don't apply, de-emphasize the quantity of drugs they may be holding. And so when you look at the overall impact of what his policy changes are, they're not going to have any dramatic impact on, on the system. There are some people, uh, the, a former Bush attorney general, who says, I agree with this policy, but he is taking the wrong approach. Right. Well, to me, to me, Holder, it's kind, Holder's announcement is kind of like a, a politician giving a speech and saying the federal government is spending too much money and he's going to propose some marginal small spending cuts. We kind of already know what the problem is. And his proposed solutions is just some Band-Aids and some small baby steps uh, as a gesture towards these serious problems that are going on. There are going to be a handful of people out there uh, uh, on the right who are going to say, uh, you know, he's, he's just soft on crime, go back to their old argument that the liberals are soft on crime. But those arguments are falling flat these days. We have a lot of uh, governors in Texas, Arkansas, and uh, at the state levels who are uh, recognizing that uh, they are locking up too many people. The, there's budgetary pressures. They're not willing to build more prisons. So they're looking at smart alternatives, uh, not uh, using scarce, limited prison space for nonviolent, low-level drug offenders. I mean, at the very least, this administration should be, you know, challenging the drug war. At the very least, you know, saying, uh, you know, at the very least, the, the war on marijuana needs to needs to end. They're way behind the curve on this, as we've talked about on the program before. Uh, you know, Washington and Colorado, they're beginning to move away from marijuana uh, offenses, and the administration is basically playing catch-up. How is what Holder is proposing, uh, how does that differ uh, with what 
Rand Paul and uh, Patrick Leahy are uh, proposing in the Senate and some other pro- people have proposed uh, similar legislation in the House. Rand Paul and is working with Senator Patrick Leahy to propose legislative changes to scale back mandatory minimum sentencing, which is good. Uh, Holder is basically not going the legislative route and he's basically saying what things can the administration do on their own without having to get the approval of Congress. So that's why he's ordered his prosecutors to use their charging discretion in order to bypass and minimize the impact of mandatory minimum sentencing laws that are on the books. Um, There was no real call in his speech to get behind Rand Paul's proposal. He's basically saying, here are some things that we can do. They're small baby steps. Uh, We need legislative changes along the lines of what Rand Paul and Senator Leahy are talking about. And uh, it's perfectly appropriate for a prosecutor, a a lead prosecutor, which effectively Attorney General Holder is, to prioritize resources and to make clear perhaps the manner in which he is prioritizing resources. But it does seem odd that he hasn't called for uh, a change to specific laws and how those, how those actually are dealt with because, of course, those policies can be changed back with the next president uh, on day one. That's right. That's why these are small baby steps that he's talking about. Um, president Obama and Holder should have uh, made more definitive steps to the Congress to change these laws and, and make more, la- more long-lasting changes but they're just making some marginal changes uh, within the executive branch. Now, conservatives are making a a fair point when they say that locking up people has played a part in reducing crime. We are seeing crime uh, at historic 40-year lows. The point I've been making is that uh, you have to take a close look at the people that you're locking up. When you lock up a person uh, who rapes, Uh, a child molester. When you lock up somebody who starts his day looking to steal cars or he's mugs people, when you lock these people up, you're going to be stopping a lot of crime. You're putting career criminals and violent criminals behind bars. And when they're incapacitated, they can't prey on the community. But what we have been doing is locking up way too many people on drug offenses. And that's why California especially, they're bursting at the seams, warehousing people you know, who drive a car across the border with, with drugs hidden in a compartment or people who unloaded a boat of, of contraband. The, these are the people that are taking up uh, a lot of prison space and it's expensive, it's counterproductive. And as we've pointed out before, the real root of the problem is the war on drugs. That needs to be ended. What Holder and too many people in the Congress want to do is they want to maintain the war on drugs and somehow you know, make changes around the edge. And, and that's what Holder's proposal amounts to. I mean, is it is the best thing about this the fact that they're drawing attention to an issue that clearly has uh, popular support? Yes, I think that's the only thing we can really uh, give him credit for. Now, of course, it is going to have a dramatic impact on the lives of some people affected. One of the things he mentioned yesterday was that you know, he calls it compassionate release. They're going to release some elderly people from prison before they've reached the end of their sentence. So they're going to release them five six, seven years earlier than what their sentence called for because they're elderly, they're not violent people. And so it's going to have a dramatic impact on those individual cases and those families. 
But on terms of the overall impact of the system, we're just touching around the edges. Now, Jacob Sullum asks if, if, if President Obama and Eric Holder are serious about this, why aren't they releasing people who've been uh, sort of caught in this trap of mandatory minimums? The president has that power to unilaterally do that today. That's right. Uh, he can exercise his pardon power if he thinks people are locked up under unjust sentences. He can commute sentences. He can pardon people. He's been reluctant to do so. He's been very stingy about that. And so... Absolutely. You have to look at what they say, but then compare it against uh, what their actions are. And in this instance, uh, the actions are, are fall way short of where we ought to be. Tim Lynch is director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice. You can read more of his work and read other articles on mandatory minimums at our website, cato.org.